0: Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. This technology made available to us through the brains that God gives people around the world gives us an opportunity using podcasting to let you listen to introductions to some of the Bible teaching series that I have done, Bible prophecy teaching series that is, and one of them is Malachi, a Middle East News update. It's the last book in the Old Testament. It's the last word from God before 400 years of silence, and then the appearance of Jesus Christ here on the earth. In fact, Jesus is talked about when Malachi chapter 4 verse 5 says, that great and awesome day of the Lord shall not come until... There is an appearance by Elijah the prophet. Well, Jesus said that John the Baptist could have been the fulfillment of that prophecy. I'm getting ahead of myself. This book of Malachi is a very important prophetic book that you need to study. You can do it with us. We'll make this available for you. The phone number to call is 8 Prophecy 8. It's a toll-free number, 877-674-3298 from all across America. Or you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and find out about this five-hour CD audio series, Malachi, a Middle East News Update. Say, do you have a few moments? Let me let you listen to the introduction to this series, and I'll get back with you and remind you how you can get your copy of it. Right now, though, here is Malachi, and in fact, a Middle East News Update. Go back to what Paul said to Timothy. Look up here in verse 2. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. <laughs> that certainly sounds like loose sexual behavior. Lovers of their own selves keep reading. Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. Huh? What's the big debate going on I can go with who I want to I can be married to who I want to I don't care what sex they are you have no say is that where we are and, and, and divorce I mean I just finished doing a series Well, in fact I spoke on it yesterday at the pastor's conference as in the days of Noah so shall it also be in the days of the coming of the son of man Matthew 24 verse 37 You know how it was in the days of noah jesus said they were marrying giving in marriage you know what started in the days of noah genesis chapter 4 multiplicity of marriages not polygamy oh that may have been the term then today it's divorce there i go attacking divorce again well i'm going to keep attacking as long as i have to i'm going to keep fighting I want to get it in your mind so you'll get it in the minds of your children and your grandchildren. No way of... By the way, you know what they tell me? More divorce in the church today than outside of the church. What a disgrace. I can remember early on when I was first a Christian, you didn't even say the word divorce. Never talked about somebody having one. Now it's the accepted way of life. And a lot of churches, please don't be mad with me. I'm teaching the word. If you disagree with me, don't you tell anybody here until after you talk to me. The Bible says you got aught against your brother, come to him first. (laughs) Then bring your Bible. I'll be waiting for you to come. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. I enjoy that part too much. I think i got to quit it. Look one one more place. Uh, You see that in verse 5, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. That is that lame sacrifice. And then up here in verse 2, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. And that is that loose sexual behavior that is being talked about. Now look at verse 4. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure... More than lovers of God. Well, that's where stealing from the Lord comes in. Lovers of pleasure. You know what we've done at some churches? We've set up a early morning, Sunday morning service. 8 o'clock. Because some of our men would like to go to the golf course Sunday afternoon. And, boy, it ticks me off because I'm the one that's got to show up at 8 o'clock. I didn't know 8 o'clock came twice on Sunday, to tell you the truth. I got to show up so I can go to the golf course Sunday afternoon. Well, I'm not against golf. What I am against is having the church set everything in place so we can go play it. Or maybe, I should say, Go hunting. Guy went on a trip to Israel with me. His dad brought his son along. And his dad came to me one day and said, Jimmy, try to talk to my boy. He says he's a believer in Jesus Christ, but he never goes to church. So I slipped up beside him one day. I said, Hey, man, tell me what the deal is. You know Christ is your Lord and Savior? He gave me a, a beautiful testimony of how Christ saved him. I said, How about church? Where do you go to church? He said, Oh, I don't. I said, why? He said, because I love to hunt. He said, I don't have time to hunt. I work six days a week. I got to have one day for hunting. I said, well, I would check it out to see if you're truly born again. If you can set a priority, not wanting to be with those who love Jesus Christ, honoring and worshiping him, and do something else, a lover of pleasure, rather than lovers of God. And uh, what am I basically saying? Well, how do we pay for those pleasures? We steal from God. We steal from the Lord. How do you think they have those big boats? Pay those green fees. Get those weapons to shoot those little Bambi deers. I can't understand that. How do you think all of that comes about? You've got to have money. And what part of your budget do you take it from? Not your clothing budget. Not your housing budget. Not your food budget. Not your children's education budget. They tell me there's about 80 million Christians in America. Now, I don't think that's a true figure. But let's say we took half of it. That's 40 million. And and let's say that we set an average for a person. Now, this is going to vary, of course, but let's say it's about $40,000 a year. Do you realize how much money Christians make? And just take 10% of it. I don't think you're supposed to take 10%. I believe 2 uh, 2 Corinthians chapters 8 and 9 says it's grace giving. You give a lot more than 10%. Don't dare start with 10%. That's ridiculous. That's not even giving. Just think what we could do. And then when you think we're doing so good, ask Harry Ball back how the monies are coming in for missionaries that will spend four and five years trying to get enough money up together to go win people to Jesus Christ. We're stealing from the Lord. You see, old Malachi had it going on in his day and he looked down the corners of time and saw it in our day. I think I brought my point to clear focus for you. Now, we talked about the details of the past significance of Malachi in his day, the description of the present situation as it relates to the book of Malachi, and we're going to look at the, what Malachi divulges in his prophetic scenario for the future. Chapter 1, Two Brothers. It's going to talk about two brothers who became nations among the nations of the world. Their names, Jacob and Esau. And then the next session, we'll do Malachi chapter 2. You know what we're going to talk about there? Two states. I mean, I'm not making this up. Maybe I'm rehearsing some things you possibly heard me preach before. Look at this is restatement. This is refocus on what's going on. I didn't make up Malachi. Malachi wrote it 2,500 years ago. I'm just telling you what he said. We're going to talk about two states. We're on the verge because civil war is about to break out in Israel. The prime minister himself, Ariel Sharon, said, we are at the point of civil war. Hello, Mr. Prime Minister. You're the reason for it. You're going to destroy those Jewish settlements. You're the one that's dividing the nation talk about that, that session. Third session, which is the third chapter, we're going to talk about two temples. Two temples. Temples that will be in operation. And where are they? You know what happened in Tiberias the other day? I'll tell you when you come back for that session. (laughs) And then the last session, we're going to talk about two witnesses. Two witnesses, and let me tell you something. two brothers, two states and two temples are setting the stage for two witnesses. It's all in the book. All you have to do is you don't have to be a brain surgeon to teach prophecy, you just have to read the book and kind of get an understanding. I hope and pray our sessions together will be a blessing to you Father. Thank you for the word of God and the privilege and honor that you give us to be able to spend time in the book. I'm in awe that you breathed into a man named Malachi. Don't know a whole lot about him. No, his name means he's a messenger. He's presenting the message that so describes our day. In detail, how it's going to be. I could almost entitle this study... Malachi's Middle East News Update. And as we unfold the scriptures to our friends, might we see exactly what the messenger, your messenger, brings to us in his message for the days in which we're living. the precious name we pray with thanksgiving. Thank you so very much for joining us on this podcasting opportunity for you to hear an introduction to a series entitled Malachi, a Middle East News Update. You know what's going on in the Middle East will help you to understand the times in which we're living. In fact, it is the time clock that you can understand what God's program for the end times is all about. This five-hour CD audio series, Malachi, a Middle East News Update, is available to you. Call our toll-free number, 877-674-3298. That is a toll-free number from across America, 8 Prophecy 8th the way I remember it. Maybe you can jot that down and remember it that way as well. Or you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and go to our shopping mall and find out how you can purchase your copy of Malachi, a Middle East news update. We'll look at Malachi, the messenger and the message, two brothers, two states, two temples, and two witnesses. That is the five messages on this five-hour series, Malachi, a Middle East news update. Hope that uh, this will be a blessing to you and help you to understand in light of the study of the scriptures where we are in God's time. Tell you the truth, the answer is the rapture is about to take place. In fact, it could happen at any moment. And having said that, nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until...